Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra, and I am so excited that you have decided to join me here today as we continue our conversation about everything inventory. So over the last few weeks, we've been talking about inventory management, how to create an open to buy, how you can use inventory dollars with the Profit First system. Today, we're going to just talk about a few things that are non-negotiables when it comes to understanding your inventory and managing your inventory well. First of all, you have to have an inventory recording system. What does this mean? This means that you use your point of sale system not only to ring up sales when people come through your doors or join you on a pop-up or buy with you on a, a social selling live, but that you use your point of sale system to manage your inventory dollars. When that inventory is received, when you make a purchase and it lands on your doorstep of your boutique, receiving that inventory with the cost, the attributes, putting it into one of the categories that you've selected, and really understanding where that inventory fits in your overall mix for your store. The next thing that's going to be really important when it comes to inventory is that you take a physical inventory count every single month. Now, I know that this doesn't sound very thrilling. In fact, it's probably really an overwhelming thought to many of you, but I want to tell you how important this is and why. Inventory is your biggest asset. Inventory is cash on hangers and cash in boxes. If you don't know how many dollar bills are sitting around your warehouse or how many dollar bills are sitting in your basement or are sitting on the shelves of your store, you really are missing out on opportunity for profitability and ultimately growth. And so I really want to challenge you to to count those dollar bills, to count that cash, right? To understand the asset that you own in your inventory. So what does it look like to take a physical inventory count every single month? Maybe you say, hey, Sierra, I'm working all by myself. There is no way that I can count all of my inventory every single month. There are other things that you can do then to make sure that you still stay on top of that asset that you own. Maybe you do a spot check monthly and a full inventory count once a quarter. Maybe um, once a month you count specific categories categories only, or maybe once a month you go through your point of system, sales system, and just get rid of or hide those items that have sold out. There are simple ways that you can keep on top of your inventory and really understand what you own, even if you're working all by yourself. I do want to challenge you though, that it is not enough to take a physical inventory once a, once a year. I want you to be doing that for sure once a year, but it's really not enough to take that inventory once a year only. There are so many things that can happen throughout the year. And you may find at the end of the year that you are way over in the inventory you own or way under in the inventory that you think you should own. And you've let so many months, days, weeks go by without making those corrections. So I want to see you doing an inventory of some sort every single month, whether that be a spot check or a POS cleanup. Um, and for sure, if it's physical inventory count of the entire stock of your inventory several times a year. 
The next thing I want to talk to you about when it comes to inventory management is damages, creating a system for damages. So what we did in our store was we had bins in the back that were labeled damages. And once a month when we did our inventory, if we found items that were damaged, we would pull them off and we put them in the damage bin. And then when we did our reconciliation, we could either zero them out and donate those items. We could zero them out and throw them, or maybe we'd bring them back on the floor and we'd have a damages rack for five bucks and let people that are skillful at sewing on buttons and fixing zippers um, buy those items if they wanted to. If, if inventory was returned to the store, let's say someone took it out of the store they brought it back and it had a hole or it didn't wash well, or for whatever reason, we, we let them return that inventory. We would put it in our damages bin in the back of the store. And then again, once we did our inventory count every single month, we'd reconcile those items out and decide if we wanted to throw them, donate them, or put them on the floor on a damages rack. Um, so remember that your inventory, even if it's damaged, even if it's ruined, even if it's not sellable, was still a cost to you and that has to be accounted for. So you don't want those items sitting in your point of sale system when they're no longer in your store. And alternatively, in, you know, if they are damages and they are in your store, you want them accounted for, that cost accounted for in your point of sale system until you pull it out. The other thing that I want to encourage you to take um, control of and to create a system for is how your employees purchase inventory. So in our store, we had a binder that just sat under the counter. And um, our employees were able to purchase inventory, I believe, if I can remember correctly, I believe it was like two weeks or three weeks after it had been in the store. So we didn't want, you know, inventory to, to leave right away at a discounted price to our employees and not have the ability to sell it to full, you know, full price to our customers. So we had a process for our inventory. If there was um, something that somebody wanted, they had to wait a particular amount of time before they could purchase it. And then it had to be rung up by another employee. So, and one employee could not ring up or sell themselves inventory from our store. And this just puts a good check and balance in place to make sure that your employees, um, you know, understand that inventory costs you as the business owner something and that you, you know, have a, a handle on what's happening with that inventory. So you just want to set your people up, your team up for the best possible success. We know that we trust and we love our employees, but we also want to set them up for success and make sure that we don't make it easy for anyone to do something that would not benefit um, the company overall. So they were not allowed to ring up their own inventory. If they wanted to make purchases, they had to do that either when I was there or when there was another employee there. And then that purchase was written down in our binder. So the name of the employee, how much they purchased, and it was signed off by um, uh, the, uh, the employee that rung them up. So it just put a good check and balance in place. Um, the other thing that we were really particular about was holds. So employees were not allowed to see cute things, put them in the back room and hold them for a particular amount of time, because that's inventory that could be selling and making us money that could be turning back into cash out on the floor. So if something was, um, you know, if an employee wanted to purchase something, they needed to make sure to purchase that as soon as someone else was on shift that could bring them up. They were not allowed to put things on hold for weeks until they got a paycheck. Um, 
Um, we didn't want that inventory sitting in the back room and not being sold or turned back into cash. So again, inventory, really important that you receive it properly into your point of sale system, that you do a physical inventory count every single month, whether that be a spot check or an inventory count overall, or just a POS cleanup, and that you have a good system and process for your inventory as it relates to your employees, how they can purchase it, when they can purchase it, um, who needs to help them with that purchase, and then how that is all recorded. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop podcast. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, it's really important that you grab your ticket for the live inventory conference that I will be hosting in Franklin. I'm going to be right there with you. I'm going to be popping around to every table. I'm going to be teaching sessions live in the room with you. I'm going to be working with you on creating your open to buy system on helping you figure out a good system and process for inventory. And we have coaches that are going to come in and they're going to be helping and talking about inventory as it relates to profit first or inventory as it relates to employees and how you manage that or debt that you may or may not have. So if you need help with your inventory, or if you just want to create a better inventory system for your boutique, you need to join us May 15th for the Boutique Workshop live inventory event. We're going to host a one-day event at the beautiful Harpeth Hotel in downtown Franklin. And then May 16th and 17th, the boutique owners that attended can head on over to Nashville, where they will be able to go to market together and shop boutique magic event uh, for boutique owners, the Magic Nashville uh, market. So I'm really excited about welcoming you here to Tennessee. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, make sure to shoot me an email or send me a DM. Take a look at the boutiqueworkshop.com where you can click and, and purchase your ticket if there's any left. Um, I know they're going fast and seats are very, very limited. This is going to be a small, intimate gathering. I'm really excited to meet you there. All right. Bye for now. We'll see you again next week. Hey friend, how are you feeling about your bookkeeping? Confused? Unsure of where to start? Maybe completely overwhelmed? I want to tell you that you are not alone. And that's why I'm so excited about Harquin Bookkeeping. Harquin Bookkeeping specializes in boutique bookkeeping and it's really affordable. That's why I want you to go and check them out. Go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. That's boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Jump on the phone with one of their experts. They'll talk to you about your boutique, what your needs are, and give you a quote. Go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.